welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf Podcast, a podcast by a group of space miners with way too many board games. I'm Tom, your captain, and I'm joined by... Your local life form, Justin. Oh, yeah. I suppose that is suiting, isn't it? Um, the the uh, android Emma, also known as Adam. <laughs> and Debbie, the medical officer. You always make it so confusing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just like, how the fuck do I put it out? Like, how do I explain this? You just, you just say you're an android. Like, it's always, it's like a race. Android Adam. It's a race between you and Justin for, like, which one of these is going to be weirder. And I don't, never know which one he is going to come out on top. <laughs> anyway, this is a board game podcast where we play games in our collections and then we talk about them. Uh, and today we are talking about a game in Justin's collection called Lifeform, which is totally not alien, wink, wink. Um, and it's a semi-cooperative, asymmetric game where three players take uh take the role of the crew of a mining vessel uh and are being beset upon by a spooky alien uh who's trying to eat them until uh and trying to eat them uh before they can reach all their objectives and engage the shuttle and get the hell out of there um spoiler we didn't make it uh justin has this game and he has the back of the box i hope actually and he's gonna go ahead and yeah, I do, read yeah. it for you mayday mayday system's failing Crew missing. Alien life form seen. Request urgent assistance. Oh god, two dead, two still missing. Self-destruct activated. It mustn't get back. Save our souls. <laughs> life form is the ultimate experience of grueling terror in the darkest, most forbidden reaches of deep space. A game of survival horror up to four players, where one player is an unstoppable, utterly hostile alien. All other players are the crew of the doomed mining ship valley forge racing against the self-destruct timer the crew must search their labyrinth ship for weapons and supplies to load aboard the escape shuttle whilst the alien life form ruthlessly tears the crew apart one by one no marines no power armor just horror Lifeform is a standalone, diceless game that tells the tale of 12 commercial astronauts working on a battered mining starship far away in space and time, who encounter an awesome galactic horror. With an innovative self-destruct timer, unique hidden movement rules, and alternate playable endings, Lifeform delivers a tense, suspenseful adventure every game. In the vast forbidden sea of space, terror stirs. Christ, how big is the font on the back? Like that was a uh, that was a lot. That was like that was like a full big box though. It was a solid minute yeah. of you talking. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a uh, it's a uh, you know it's about normal size twelve font, I'd say. Huh? Just just packed it packed it full, I guess. Yeah, it's just right yeah. there. Yeah. This is another this is another entry, and Justin brings over a complicated board game. So the overview is probably going to be a little light on specifics. Uh, but uh, here here goes nothing. Uh, this game is uh, set up such that three of you are taking control of two uh, crew members each, uh, two because they tend not to last very long, and one person takes control of the uh, the life form or the totally not an alien alien. Um, uh, the way the game works is that you are plonked down inside of the galley to start with on this, uh, in, in the galley on this gigantic starship, uh, which is, uh, represented by a blueprint. So you've got this, uh, set, the ship is set up in three different, three different areas and all the like different rooms are connected via various vents and corridors and what have you. There are like lines that you can go through. There are lines that only the alien can go through. And then there's lines where like the AI is supposed to go. So there's like an Android that can follow you around getting ahead of 
myself. Suffice it to say, you are starting in the galley, and your job, such as it is, is to maneuver about the ship, collecting little tokens off of the ship, which are sort of distributed uh, semi-haphazardly. They're not random, but there's like some places have like six tokens in them, and some places have like one, just sort of to represent various uh, various important parts of the ship. So like the bridge might have a bunch of tokens sitting around because it has like all of the intel and like star maps and shit that you might need as well as uh, some other places might have the uh, the um, equipment or food or what have you. So these are all represented by tokens and you're going to be trying to get to these rooms to collect the tokens. Um, additionally, uh, each person is going to be given a secret objective and these are secret to only the alien, but you're going to be trying to work as a team to uh, achieve those objectives as well. If you don't happen to achieve those objectives, you will not be able to get the shuttle out. And that is your main goal, is to get uh, all of your secret objectives done and get as many of these like little tokens on your board as, as possible or as necessary, and then get your ass to the shuttle and then get the hell off of this ship. The game is played entirely with these like cards, so the, uh, the crew will have their own deck to play with of cards that have various symbols on them, as well as the alien will have their own deck with their own symbols on them. And... Uh, essentially your turn is uh, going to be looking at your hand, trying to decide whether you need more cards. And if you need more cards, then you have to spend a turn equipping. And that is basically choosing whether you want to spend one or two time units uh, and then grabbing two or three cards, depending on how long you sit around fiddling with stuff. Uh, Or you can play a card from your hand and do one of the rows of actions that is represented there. And these are things like run, which is like move up to two places away. There's move, which is move from one place to another there's um flamethrower uh cattle prod (laughs) downloading intel there's a bunch of stuff some of it uh, helps you deflect the alien away some of it will help you fight the android if it happens to start going on a rampage uh some of it will just let you get more uh tokens some of it will help you get to uh your objective some of them have these like weird little handprint icons which i think is called survival uh which allows you to use your like special bonus power that each of your crew member has if you so desire. Once you are done playing your card, the play passes to the next person, and they do the same thing, and then the alien gets to go eventually, in which he gets to do whatever they want, which is generally sort of the the same thing, where uh, they decide whether they want more cards or whether they're going to play some cards. Um, And I don't know much about the the, the, uh, villain deck, other than that's full of just absolute bullshit, uh, where they get to, like, move two or three sometimes and sometimes they just get to jump out of one vent to another vent and sometimes they just get to jump out and kill you and the the general flow of the game there is that uh, as you're moving around the map you have these um you have these tokens or markers to denote where you think the alien might be and so there's like a there's one or more sorry there's more than one of these hang around the map at all times uh, because you never really know what is the actual alien and what is sort of just like oh a wrench fell or whatever um and just it, that's spooking you out so you don't know whether it's an actual alien or the fake alien um there are some cards that let the uh let the life form player swap these uh around which makes it super duper confusing as well as like there's a bunch of edge case rules around how when he kills you or gets to certain places on their like tracker or whatever they can also do some swapping around so uh there's a lot of things that can go around to misdirect 
correct or change or allow the lifeform player to move swiftly from one place to the next and you never really know what you're getting into. Additionally, there's going to be like restrictions on movement because as you're going around this derelict ship, uh, power is going to be turning off in rooms which can stop you in your tracks. There's going to be like terror tokens hanging around which are bad things that happen if you happen to walk into them um, and other shit like sometimes doors might close on you. The aforementioned android might start wandering around and make it to your shuttle and start beating the absolute crap out of it. Um, and all these sorts of things might happen. The turn, or the uh, the self-destruct tracker that uh, was mentioned in the overview or in the uh, back of the box is prevalent in that it is like, it starts at 30 and if you get down to zero, you essentially lose. And the this generally only moves whenever you equip, but you only start with three cards. So you're going to be spending a lot of time grabbing cards and watching this thing tick down and as it ticks down the alien will get more and more bullshit to deal more and more damage to you uh, as it goes um again everybody starts with two characters which is good because they're gonna slowly or quickly get picked off depending on how long you just hang out an event and uh yeah your goal is just to again gather up all the little tokens which you get to pick up a token anytime you're in a room that you start to turn in a room um you're doing that you're trying to achieve your secret objectives which is generally just like walking into a room or walking into a specific room and doing a thing. Um, you do all those things and you manage to get out to the shuttle and you can blast off and escape the monster. Maybe unless it some other stupid thing happens in which he'll end up on your shuttle and then some other thing happened which we, you know, we didn't get into because we all died in our playthrough. The general flow of the game is that you're going to either decide whether you want more cards and are willing to spend time or whether you have cards that you can play and you're going to play those cards and move around collecting tokens and trying trying not to get dead. Um, yeah, and some of the cards also have, like, reactions on them. So one way that you can get not dead is by having a little little symbol with a lightning bolt on it, and so you might, like, hold on to those cards to be able to, like, run away from a room whenever the alien shows up, or hide whenever the alien shows up, or hit them with a cattle prod whenever the alien shows up. So you're sort of trying to manage your quickly dwindling resources of these cards, trying not to, like, have to sit there equipping all the time and running out your timer, and and trying to keep like good cards that will help you not die, but also you need to get your ass moving to the shuttle or you're just going to be hanging out in a freezer uh, while your friends slowly get picked off. So um, that was essentially the crew experience. Uh, Justin, did I miss anything? No, I think you got all the main sort of general flow of the games. Most of the other stuff is like, uh, you know, all the crew have a special ability and a survival ability. Um, and sometimes they have certain passives that can change things around. And uh, the other thing is that while there is player elimination, because if both your crew are dead, you're not necessarily out uh, because the game allows you to take control of the ship's cat or the sister mainframe, or basically you take control of the computer of the ship and you can use abilities from those cards. They get their own little special deck in individually and they get things that can slow down and hamper the alien and help try to get everyone else out. And yeah, and that's that's pretty much everything I think you need to know. Um, the game is like wildly unbalanced in favor of the alien being able to basically teleport around the map 
picking you off. Um, so like the idea that you might get eliminated, uh, is, is very real. So the fact that they've included this, uh, cat and or AI thing, I think is, is a smart play because in general people these days just don't have time for, Hey, you're dead now. Uh, why don't you go watch Baywatch or whatever? (laughs) Um, so it's a very, uh, I don't, I don't know. It's kind of an interesting game in that respect that it's like wildly unfair. And I mean, I don't know that we were necessarily prepared for that aspect of it. I know that I was starting to feel quite irritated towards the end of our game because it was like every time we turned around, some other like weird rule would come up where it's like, oh, when you get killed, uh, this thing happens where you have to, everybody who's not getting murdered will like run away from the room or what, like try to like panic and try to escape mm-hmm. and they'll run into a room, but it can't be a room that's a vent and it can't be a room that's dark and it can't be this and it can't be that. So you're basically just like, well, what does that mean? And like, oh, sometimes you move like two things, but you have to stop because you're, there's a token in the way or something. And it just felt like as, as one of the crew members, like I definitely felt in the beginning, I'm like, oh, this is pretty interesting. Like, this is pretty cool. I wonder like what a good strategy is, but I felt as we went further and further in, I just started to get more and more just like irritated because it felt like there was no way to achieve what we needed to achieve because at every moment, like something was constantly pushing us in the opposite direction mm-hmm. with no real hope. And without hope, it was just kind of like, well, cool. Let's just sit around and get murdered then. Well, that, that's fun. And wait for death. So like Debbie's comment at the beginning was something around that she was going to be the first person to drink the coolant to make this all end. And we were all thought that was pretty <laughs> funny as a joke and then as it was going on i was like yeah you know what like maybe maybe that's the way to go here since we since we could see the writing on the wall maybe we all just like need to need to open up the airlock and get it over with yeah just should have set that uh self-destruct to one minute instead of 40 yeah yeah and that's kind of the other the other strange thing that i thought is like the wind conditions in this were kind of like obviously for the crew it's like you get off the ship and you don't die and that's pretty cool i guess um but like you uh i think this is a bit of a mistake but um you had led us to believe that we had to get everybody off um for 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 winning the game and it was kind of kind of strange because like it makes sense that while while there's a chance you try to want to try to get everybody or as many people off the ship as you can but like when all hope was lost it seemed like it was kind of silly that we were like emma or whatever might be sitting around in the shuttle like twiddling her thumbs waiting for somebody with the thing at like I'm sure someone else will show yeah, up. Yeah, with the with the timer like yelling at us like two minutes until destruction. It's like maybe I'll give them another minute, guys. Yeah. So it, we we later learned that like you can launch early, but it's like it's not a good ending kind of thing. And it can be harder to hold off the alien if it is inside. Right. Cause you're cause the the ending thing that we didn't enter is like you have to discard cards from your hand to meet some other weird symbols that are at the bottom of cards that the life form has or something like that oh so you yeah. have to end you should end the game with cards in your hand preferably yeah uh well that's why that that one track where it says extra oh cards God. at the end stage everyone would get those because it's like you filled the ship up with improvised weaponry right got it yeah so while yeah. while it was like an interesting little game i didn't feel terror and i felt mostly annoyance going on towards the end of the at the end of the playthrough yeah less less terror more exasperation like just come on just like just get it over with god just kill us already 
Yeah. Jeez. I'm here. I'm right here. Kill me. Get it over with. It was, yeah. it was a long, I mean, it was, it was a long drawn out game. It was very, I mean, I want to say it was really confusing. It wasn't confusing. It's just a lot. There's stuff kind of happening yeah. everywhere. And I found the board wasn't super clear. Like it was kind of hard to see what was connected and where. And it's very easy to, and, and I mean, maybe that's the point, but it was very hard to see how close the alien was to you in certain situations. Um, because, you know, yeah. it could look like he was quite far away. And yet, I mean, he was in the next room or... Uh, in other cases, he looked like he was, you know, you were knocking on heaven's door and yet he couldn't get in, right? Like, it just, there was a lot, like the board I found um, kind of quite, quite confusing. Yeah, I think part of it is sort of intentionally misleading in that, yeah, sometimes rooms are right next to one another, but if there's no like tunnel, it, there's no way in. So it can seem a lot closer. And also with some of the rooms, they're quite small. And so when you have a token or a giant in alien standee there it can cover up some of the edges so there's a lot of times where i've been like like just lifting things up to see if there's actually a tunnel there yeah and the fact that there's only one door there's one door and it moves yeah you can only lock one door well no but it moves like well it's there's lots of doors but you can only lock one i, li- I like debbie's interpretation better where the where the door sort of just disappears <laughs> the into moves. the ship and then moves to another <laughs> section of the ship there- like, I'm sorry, but this is like, when you told me that there was one uh, door. No. There's one door that can be locked at a time. You know, it's it's safety protocol. Self-destructs right. o- gone off. So all the doors, they, you know, they go to open. Or is this like a, is this open. like a Five Night at Freddy's thing where there's only no, so much power no. to keep the door closed? Oh, like, no. Uh, no. No? Okay. Well, that almost made more sense. Maybe? Maybe. I mean, there is a lot of power. Uh, yeah, exactly. Falling out everywhere. Could be. But all the power normally goes to keeping the doors open for some reason, question mark? I don't know. Shut? I, yeah, no. I mean, it's it doesn't very make a lot suspect. of sense. Very suspect. Right. But I mean, we're talking about a game where you're trying to escape a uh, weird tentacled alien on a mining ship. So, I mean, it's not it's not grounded in reality to begin with. Look, they made a they made some some very high grossing movies about this exact concept. It shall go unnamed for, you know, to prevent us from getting sued or or cease and desisted or what have you. I, I think you can mention movies. I, I think that's allowed. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Avengers Endgame. Yeah, well, there you go. So they made this incredible <laughs> movie called Alien. <laughs> it's it's all about this. And there's about it's, a million of them? Yeah. Well, no, there's like, wow, there was three and then they started making more and well, there they was, shouldn't yeah. have. There were two good ones. There were two good ones. Two good ones, one okay one, and then they started having aliens fighting Predator in the in space. And I think there was a there's a pyramid involved or something. But I might be th- yeah, might be thinking yeah. Stargate because no. there's pyramids all over that one. No, I think that was the first Alien versus Predator movie. It was it was on Earth and there was a and there was a like Antarctic pyramid or something. I mean, I'm good really Lord. glad you guys know what you're talking about because I yeah sure we, don't. we we digress here. <laughs> all right, well, Debbie, you should probably watch <laughs> Alien because it's really good. Um, it is really good. Scurry. 
Maybe it's more 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 standards. tense than this game that we played. I mean, that's like a good for yeah, for a game that like totes itself on on being suspenseful and tense, and um, it was significantly less tension and significantly more frustration. Um, yes, I, yeah, yeah. I, I find sometimes it's like, well, I'd love to go over there, but I don't have a card, so I guess I'll just fucking sit like here. And grab well, some welcome cards. to Adam's world where he was busy. He had a handful oh, yeah. of cards and he couldn't download something to save our asses. Like we really I was got. The, I was the android. I mean, it's it's not like I'm sitting there like, hmm, I can't remember my my Facebook password. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no. The uh, the um, umbilicus or whatever has the has that uh, integration with LinkedIn or something where you yes, have to sign exactly. in using your social exactly. media password. Yeah, oh, it's like please God, log into Twitter in order to uh, detach the umbilicus. Ah shit! Was it Hotmail? Was it Hotmail that I had my password? My <laughs> had my I had this LinkedIn. What did I link this to? Damn it! Like I mean, I like you know, and, and even so, like. You know, like human Adam, I, I at least I just use LastPass. Like it, it takes care of all that for me. I use a password manager. By the well, way, LastPass, if you're listening, Android would be a password manager, right? Exactly, like, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Yet, you know, I, I spent four turns in a row just drawing cards and not getting what I need to perform the ability. And you know, if I if I don't perform this action then i you know like i morally i feel obligated to stay on the ship and or or what have you like i there it, it doesn't matter the reason like it, it's just like this is oh man Oof. <laughs> now, just... now, Ian, now to be fair like so some of these some of these cards that we saw were like the one i got was like put two tokens down and as long as you pick up one of the tokens like the objective's good basically like run by and pick up a big wrench or whatever sure the ones that you and debbie had there was a choice to it so at earlier points in the game we could have let the life form do something rather than trying to do the 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 thing where you're like punching in your facebook password but we didn't know any better right like we we didn't know which one might be a good plan because we don't know what things are harder to do right so i i feel like if if we had known that oh this thing could fuck us later because we don't get the one one out of four cards that we are four four cards out of 56 or whatever that are in the deck right like so there are ways to get around it um i think we also weren't really able to get debbie's done but i had some bullshit to be able to mitigate that one but still that was also predicated on that poor bastard still being alive at that point so <laughs> yeah we, we I, I feel like we could have gotten a little bit further but i think like the rng of maybe you hang out in this room and can't punch in the right password is a little a little harsh right i mean we're already getting mm-hmm. murdered left right and center maybe throws a bone game i mean yeah like <laughs> there's just there's so many things there's so many design choices that were made in this game that are just bad like like uh, like the fact that i mean the cards the the cards on both sides both the the aliens cards or the life forms cards and the humans cards um both of them are they have these wonderful little pictures on them blah 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 and but like the picture itself takes up i don't know let's call it anywhere from two-thirds to three-quarters of the card and then they have this these little small symbols that explain to you what what is going on like what what you can do with this card but the the little pictures that they've drawn on the cards are dark 
the symbols are dark and small and it, it's it's just like what you know so at, at early glance or at a quick glance because of course the board game itself is huge um and already mentioned that some of the spaces are are, are very oddly disproportionate so you know comparing the the alien standee to certain rooms or something like that you, there's constant like shuffling and you know looking underneath things and blah 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 it, it feels like a real like i don't know like a like a real like where's waldo thing it's like man gotta <laughs> gotta figure out what what's going on in this room um but but with all of this sort of stuff like you could have taken the picture and I don't know, like made it smaller or heaven forbid, completely scrap the thing and and give give us like bigger token, bigger symbols. I was going to say tokens, but give us bigger symbols of, of what these abilities do. Or instead of just putting symbols on it, like put a put a actual text on it and say, hey, this is like you can move or like you can run or you can hide or or whatever it happens to be like like that one is that one got like in hindsight the more i thought about it after after we finished the game and i'm like sitting here trying to digest whatever it was that we that was giving me such indigestion out about this game uh it, like I, I just started thinking about it and i'm like man there's so many things in this game that are just done so bad um uh, aside from all of like the rule complications and the like i i personally i don't tend to really like one verse all games um or asymmetrical you know stuff like scotland yard and and stuff like that it just doesn't jive with me like because it's extremely difficult to balance i'm i'm not saying that it's you know necessarily the fault of of any game designer or something like that but like it is it is brutally hard to balance uh because you have to try and balance one player versus many i get it 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 just this one this one just did not hit like it did not make it um and 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 at the end of the day even stuff like like the the cheat sheets or player aids or whatever you want to call them that actually have the explanation of all of the symbols are full on eight and a half by 11s but they're only printed on one side like if you're a, if you're a human player, you get to see all the human player stuff on your eight and a half by 11, but you have no idea what the, the 25 symbols that the alien is just whipping out all over the place. You have no idea what they do without being like, oh, excuse me, Mr. Alien. Like, can I steal your eight and a half by 11? Excuse so me, that I can, Mr. Alien. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, I, I really just want to scrutinize all of your, all of your abilities here because you seem to have like again 25 and again they're only shown by symbols so you have 25 symbols that look nothing like my 25 symbols and i would like to know well i think that i think the point is that you should be able to you should know what somebody has the ability to do to you so that you know for sure what your safe ground is right like i know i can get yeah. this close to the alien without having to worry about xyz sure sure and like the fact that we're in space, we're we're literally on a mining ship in space, but we don't know how batteries work for these cattle prods. So, <laughs> so right. one of the one of the rules is that like you can get these little shock guns. Like, oh sweet, got this little shock cattle prod looking thingy, and it's great. Okay, so I got this thing, and I'm going to use it to zap the alien. But if the fucking alien turns the power off in the room that you're in, you can't use your shock prod. What? Uh 
I, I like, what, the, what is this? The, 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 the theme behind it isn't that it's a battery-powered thing. It's that it's so dark, you don't see the alien coming. So you can't fend it off with your kettle. Oh, man. I don't know. Like, okay, that, that, that at least makes a little more sense. Because I was waiting for, like, you know, I'm, I was going to... Next thing, we're going to have gas-powered generators that we're lugging around behind <laughs> us just to make sure that we can, like... Yeah! Like, I don't give a shit. The alien already knows I'm here. Like, I might as well at least be able to power my shock shock prod fucking thing jesus christ yeah not good <laughs> just just not good yeah and there was a lot of like towards especially towards the end like i mean at the beginning there was a lot of like oh what does this mean but even towards the end there was like a lot of uh oh i you know i attack you okay um i block that with this thing and then it's like oh i cancel that with my card and it's like okay well i have another card it's like oh you can't use that or you know just like the rules involved just felt like they were constantly piling on us in a way that was not fun i thought i had explained that but well no, no, yeah, no yeah, I, I, even if you had like it, i mean it's, it's fine like to offload yeah yeah, it could be something that that like got forgotten again amidst the the plethora of of rules and and cards and everything else I, that's going I on. I should have let you uh you read the rule book for your rule book corner. My god, I'm I'm sure it's an absolute <laughs> blast. I saw that it was about 500 pages long, like, you know, it, it's it's like pulling out the bible in the hotel room that the Gideons left there and you're like, "Wow, <laughs> who left this life form rule book in here?" Like yeah. it I, it's just like, it's, it's one of those rule books where I just, it just makes me, uh, although I don't like everything about like something like by Final Seed Flight, at least I love that they just have keywords for everything so that I can just be like, oh, I'll just go straight back to the keyword section and oh, it does this. If this happens, this happens rather than being like, okay, I don't know what page that was on. Let me check here. Okay. No, it says to go to this page. <laughs> no, back. <laughs> It makes it hard to explain things when they're happening in real time. Yeah, and their thing of like having a learn to play game or a learn to play guide would have been pretty handy, right? Like, because you just sort of get launched into playing this, and you're like, "Well, what the fuck do I do now?" So I guess you just like, "Oh, I go. I'm gonna go wander over here because there's a bunch of tokens." Then like, "Oh, uh, uh, the monster came out of a vent, and ate you." And you're like, "Wait, but the monster was on the other side of the map," and it's like, "Oh, but I have a jump out of a vent card." And you're like, "Okay, cool. Well, that's dumb, but fine. I'll use a shock paddle. Oh, you can't use that in the vent because it's dark." Maha. And it's like, oh, come on. Like, I just I just feel like there is way too many things. I mean, there there probably could have been some of this. I mean, on a board that is as cluttered as this, there's like no fucking way. But like no. there needed to be some yeah. way to sort of condense all of this nonsense into a way that was more understandable, like when you're getting yourself into real trouble for some of this stuff. Because sure. I felt like a lot of it was like, oh, I, I want to do this thing. And then you're like, hold on, I have to go look this up to see if that's possible, because I vaguely remember. Remember that on page 48, there was something about, uh, you know, running out of a dark room or something like that. Uh, definitely. And like I had read the rule book before coming over and then I had to do another quick review before um, Adam and Dedede showed up. And it, it was still quick. like there were things where it was like, uh, well, I had like I showed up early, so I had I'm like half kidding. an hour to quickly yeah, yeah, yeah. go through it. But it, I meant like and there was still a lot of stuff that I'm just like, uh, you know, would just slip my mind. I mean, you um, only got to like book of life form one. One, three, you know, like yeah. it's, uh, and, I, and I, I think there, there's certain things I should have done, I think, better to kind of explain the rules um, and kind of just go 
over like, all right, yeah, if the power's out, that's like super dangerous. Like, do not go in there. You'll probably die. Like, but I feel like the you know. game should do that. Like, I, f- I don't feel like you should pick up a board game and spend who knows how much money and have it handed to you and you're just blind, mm. like blinder than blind, right? Like, I feel oh, yeah. like no, when the, you have... The rules definitely needed a... Well, when you have a review. game like this, I feel like you have to have that, like, you know, the first time you play this, do this, right? And you play this scenario mm. so that you have an idea of what's going on, where it's going on, and you can kind of get a feel for it before you launch into, you know, hour and a half, two hours of, like... Yeah, even if it was just, like, a, a three... Here's three turns, like... Yeah. Through this. Yeah. Yeah. If they, if they'd like pre-set up some scenarios and just been like, you know, this room is like this, this room is like this, and then you get to kind of fiddle fuck your way around it and be like, okay, <laughs> so this is what happens right. if I find myself in this room. Even thinking about it, like the other side of that stupid crew member player aid could have had like an explanation. Oh my god! The, anything like three different like because there's only there's really there's four yeah, like, different rooms. There's like vents. There's vents. There's rooms with cocoons in them. There's mm. regular ass rooms. Um, but sometimes those rooms can have either power outages or terror tokens. And I feel like it's not a stretch to say that you could have bisected that or made that thing that made that player aid into quadrants and just like explained a little bit or even given out or even on the backside or yeah on the backside like or even just like a two-page thing of like here's your guide to not getting all of your crew members killed in the first four (laughs) turns right like yeah yeah, I mean, the the player aid was was exceptionally strange in this, like, not only was it full sized and large, but it was like full text size, which you don't usually find in a board game, right? Like, usually the text is, is quite a bit smaller so that it fits in a smaller um, size. And so the fact that they went as big as they did was quite, like, obviously unnecessary. Like, sure, it was kind of nice, but... I don't know if I printed those off or not. No. I don't think I did. They were I don't think stock. so. They were, they were pretty nice, pretty well, like, pretty nice ni- cardstock. Nice cardstock, yeah. Like glossy and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like if you brought those over, it's because you printed them off somewhere, and that's. Uh, I mean, yeah, you would have you would have had to do that at at a no. at an actual. No, I just print it on cardstock and then laminate it. No, 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 no. This was this was not the situation. Yeah, no, and right. it's um, there was a point in the game where I kind of like I'm not gonna lie, I was sitting there and I had this like it's I think when Thomas was kind of losing his mind about the lights, and I kind of had this little mental image in my in my head. <laughs> Of the alien sitting, like, standing beside the light switch, flicking it on, and then back on again, <laughs> and then flicking it off, and then back on again. <laughs> like, ha <laughs> You can't see anything! And I mean, that's, like, it's unfortunate that that's the point where the game got to for me, is that it just became so absurd that I have this, like, mental image of, of the alien being, like, a three-year-old child screwing around with the light switch, like, ha you can't see! <laughs> Little tentacle just like snakes its way around the door frame and like flicks the light off. Jesus sucks back in and like it's like, just, oh, that was weird. Yeah, it, I don't know. Like that's just that's the point where the game got to me. And I there's so many like you look at all the all the icons on the cards of all the things that you could do. And I mean, realistically speaking, I think we had the ability to do I don't know maybe four or five of them. Um, 
you don't get to experience like half of them. And it's just, yeah, like it's odd when you're, when you're, uh, your, uh, weapons, like when you use it in one situation, you have to be in the same room as the dude, but it use it in a different context. Then you can shoot it into another room, even though mm. the room might be down a, you know, 30 foot hallway to the left. No, For sure. You can still shoot that dude. Right. Like, I think the, the context of that with like the flamethrower, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is, like in one case you're just shooting it down a hallway and it's scaring off the alien in the other case you you have to like walk up and get close to burn the android to death but it doesn't make sense on a first glance like it's just one extra rule to try to remember yeah i don't know not explained by the by the card at all yeah the cards they're a little too married to the theme in that you know they got some nice art done and they wanted all the art on it but you know you could have had just like the bottom third as like a brief like refresher of like remember blah 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 shrink the text on your eight and a half by 11 and put some beautiful piece of art on there like like spend your art budget somewhere where i actually give a shit about looking at it not (laughs) not getting frustrated by like man i wish i understood what these hieroglyphs mean like i i feel like i'm you know, like, I, like, I don't know. Like, Oof. does this? Yeah, I mean, it was like yeah. when I was playing, uh, was that Castles of Burgundy? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Castles of Burgundy is bad for that, for sure. But yeah, if you're going to, if you're going to put out a, 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 I totally agree. Like if you're going to put out a, a quick reference, make sure it has all the pertinent information. You should never have to look back at the rule book while you're playing. Yeah. yeah? It just, I don't know. It just kind of ruins the fun. I mean, it's unfortunate, right? Because I was, I was kind of excited about the idea that I got to shoot like a flamethrower and burn somebody's head off or there's one image that i swear your flamethrower shoots cocoons but apparently that's not what it is i was excited to shoot cocoons out of my flamethrower but i and then you find out you can't even kill the the alien like what (laughs) like you're telling me i literally cannot hurt things you can just scare him like i want him to wet his pants and have to go change his his underwear in the bathroom like come on now i want to kill him can't yeah different game different game debbie that's right. Yeah. Be life form two, the aliening. Oh my god. <laughs> no no no. Life form two is just life forms, okay? Life forms. Oh, right. Uh, huh. exactly. You have to keep it with the keep it in theme. Yeah. The, uh, that's right. Totally not totally not <laughs> piggybacking a, a very well received movie. From twenty five years ago, I wanna say. Yeah, you're oh, probably yeah. not far off. Easy. Or longer, yeah. Christ's sake. Yeah. Hold on. IMDB Alien. Well the first one was out when we were nineteen seventy nine. Oh yeah, I was gonna say I was yeah. really sure the first one yeah, came out before, before we, we were born. born. Holy smokes, I, I did not realize it was out before we were born. Well, like, Sigourney <laughs> Weaver's, like, what, like, 20 in those movies? Not actually 20, but... And she's young. She's that's, extremely that's... young in those movies. True. See, if we had better, uh, if we had, like, more reasonable copyright uh, limits, like, you'd almost be able to just make this game alien, the board game. <laughs> you know? Right? That's There's how damn old be. this thing is. There has to be a board game called Alien. Like There is. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like... Yeah. I'm talking. Wait, no, there's a aliens board game, not alien board game. Jesus Christ! All right, is there? 
I mean, I could shit. I could shit on this game for a lot longer. But is there anything else anyone wants to get off their chest? Nothing. Nothing pertinent. <laughs> I think the only thing that I'm going to say is that I'm not. I don't hate the one versus all games. Like I don't. Like I think Adam exclusively hates those kind of games, and so I. I think it would be a pretty unique, special unicorn that would come along that Adam would actually like it. Um, and I'm not trying to like discredit your opinion on this game, but I'm just saying that. I mean, it, it would be pretty hard to satisfy you in this genre. That's true. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It right. just and so I'm again, just like, like I, I stand behind my like they're extremely hard to balance. Right. And when you when you fuck up the balance on a game, like you've it's it's like you're you're already dead. Like you you can't come back from a game that is lopsided. Right. Uh, who needs balance? But I'm just saying that like I'm not I'm not trying to shit on the game because of the type of game it is because I am not against the idea of all versus one games. I think they have a place and I think that they can be done well in some instances. Um, but with that being said, like this is this is just truly not I, in my opinion, it's just truly not done well. So I'm just trying to put some context to the fact that we're crapping on it left, right and center. Yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 on the it, I mean, it's from Kickstarter, so it is on the rough, you know, indie side of Kickstarter rather than the Simon side of Kickstarter, where you know it's already a full fledged game. But yeah, they want to know how many people want it. What's the company? So it, What's it the shows that uh, it is uh, Hall or Nothing Productions. Yeah, hmm. Never heard of it. Uh, should should have gone with the latter. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oof. Uh, well. Would one of the three expansions change your mind? That's uh, super doubtful, but I, I've not. like one adds a full soul. Like the, the hatchet is buried on this one. Like it's weird. All that's left in for, for me anyways, is just to like pour the dirt on it. <laughs> one does add a full co-op mode. I mean, and a fifth player with an optional secret betrayer mechanic. Okay. Oh yeah. That secret betrayer mechanic. Boy, oh boy. I could do a whole episode on my, my dislike <laughs> of secret betrayer mechanics. Like again, so it's it's something that's done so poorly so often. Anyways, I'm oh, gonna stop. Yes. Carry on, carry on. No, no. I think I'd be interested to see. I think the game is too cluttered as is, and I think that there's there's too much of a swing in the game already that I don't know how you'd be able to come back from it. But I would be curious to know how that fully cooperative mode works. Yeah, I mean, I, so I. I'd probably be more charitable towards it if it was fully co-op and then there was an option for someone to be the scumbag. I feel like that would probably make me happier with the thing in general, because then it's not like it doesn't feel like one person is shitting on three other people. It just feels like, you know, problems with the game can sort of be, uh, you know, figured out as a as a group. Right. Mm hmm. But um, we've been we've been the three of us have been shitting on this for a while, but it's not our game. So I mean, like you seem to be having a good time, Justin. Is there anything that you want to say in defense of Life Form? I well, I mean, I I like it. I, I've I've played this a few times. This is the first time I'm actually playing it as an alien. Uh, and I don't know. I've always liked super unbalanced games that have like just heavily lean into their theme. Uh, I feel like it definitely has its issues. Uh, and 
things could be made clear, but I personally don't really have any problem with any of the the systems. I, I like that it's super hard. I'm probably going to die and never, never, ever go into a room with no power uh, unless you're like, and so it kind of makes that kind of, I feel like there's a few things that could be done better with sort of the bluffing and the counter mechanics where, you know, but it also, I, I don't want the counter mechanics to be too powerful because you, you never want to be next to the alien. Those are kind of last ditch efforts. I really hope he doesn't have one of his you know counter cattle prod cards right now uh, or i'm or i'm pooched um so it it's definitely rough around the edges but i feel like you enjoy it more the second time around um you know so if you're ever interested in playing a second time around uh, you just let me know (laughs) yes uh I mean, like you catch me in a good mood. I, mean, I like if you if we have a a regular board game night and you had this out, I wouldn't say like I wouldn't just like do the uh, do the old man Simpson thing, like putting his hat down, walking in a circle, grabbing his hat, walking back out the doorway. Like I wouldn't do, <laughs> I wouldn't just do a complete one eighty and just like bust out your window or something. Like I don't think it was bad. It just got really annoying towards the end for me. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a few things that we fucked up here in there and like knowing the rules better and knowing the strategy better probably would help things definitely and i i might have rushed through that a bit fast i i I don't again i don't i would have stopped listening earlier (laughs) okay see that's the thing it's there's always a balance between hey welcome to my board game please be prepared while i run down these hours uh, and hours worth of rules for you here is the summer auction phase later we will get to the mid-autumn auction phase uh, yeah. But yeah, there was so yeah. It is it is a rough game. I don't think it's like it's got a it's got some interesting ideas to it. But like if we're talking about this sort of game, I was thinking about that today and just trying to like f- remember the name of the stupid thing. But the Fury of Dracula, I feel like did this same sort of thing, but it does it in a more like mm. appropriate way where it feels like you're combating something otherworldly, but like you know that if you spend enough time tracking his ass down, you might be able to go beat his ass oh yeah um, no it in that game it feels like the exact opposite half the time it feels like you're the humans being hunted by three aliens wielding silver bullet auto rifles <laughs> yeah good stuff but i think that's a i think that's a th- that there's a fair point to that right i think you, there should be both sides of the coin like i don't oh definitely like i don't feel like the alien should or the the one should ever feel like they are at the highest level of comfort, right? Like, if you can't die, I feel like it's kind of laughable. <laughs> like, I don't know. There's no way yeah, to, to beat him. I just, I don't yeah, know. It's it's has got to escape. It's interesting. Yeah, it, I, I hear what you say. I think it's just, it's really trying to lean into sort of like the whole, the thing and, you know, alien, sort of like an unbeatable situation um, thing. Can you not beat aliens? Like, is that, am I, I've never seen the movie. In, in the original movie, no. In aliens, no, they all got pulse rifles and power armor and they kick the shit out of them. <laughs> Debbie wants that game. Yeah. Can I be the one shooting everything? Yes. Pew, 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 pew. But uh, Tom, uh, what what do you think about the game in a uh, review type situation? I mean, if I had this game, which I don't think I would go out of my way, because it's not really like alien. I I struggle to even recall if I've even seen the movie or if I've just seen enough references that I feel like I've seen the movie. Um, Not really my jam, although I do like space crap and I do like complicated board games, but I feel like this one did a poor enough job of explaining its random nonsense that I just
just lost it partway through our playthrough. It's so like given given my experience with it, I probably wouldn't keep this in my collection just because I, a it was far too long for what you got out of it, and I just got irritated. So no, I don't. I don't think I liked it. I don't think I'd recommend it unless you're like stupid stupid crazy about alien and getting just absolutely beat on and i mean if that's you then you probably know this is for you maybe um and i don't know what the availability is because again it came from kickstarter but like i wouldn't go out of my way to pick it up i wouldn't keep it around myself so yeah i mean it wasn't it wasn't a terrible experience but like towards the end i was just getting annoyed so yeah take that for what you will what about you justin i do have this game uh yeah came came from the old kickstarter i have no idea what the availability is either Probably not great. Currently out of print. There you go. Yeah. Um, I think it was a reasonably successful Kickstarter. So I imagine they didn't have too many extra copies. Um, but yeah, it's a it's an odd game uh, where it's rough around the edges aren't uh, bonuses. Um, it's a game that definitely could use a little bit more polish and stuff to get, you know, a little more playable. But I like I like the game that's under the hood. This is this is a, a you know, 1980s Honda. And, uh, with a, a beautiful engine inside. Uh, what? It's a really weird reference, and I don't know I why don't, I went with it. I don't think that's a thing, Justin. I don't think. No. Uh, you know, it's it's it just it needs a little polish, and it could have been a better game. But I I like the idea behind it. Um, I I've always enjoyed asymmetric games and games that are wildly unbalanced. So this really just kind of tickles a certain part of my brain, uh, and I I enjoy it. Um, hard to it's hard to recommend because of how kind of rough it is, and well, how currently out of print it is. But it's a game that I'm not planning to give away. Um, I did because I don't really know another game that quite does this. There are games that do sort of hidden movement uh, game things and sort of do that better for sure. Um, but uh, until I find a game that does sort of this style uh, better, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to it. Um, is uh, I don't know. I like kind of like the all versus one asymmetric thing. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I, I enjoy collecting games that uh, that do that. So yeah, I'm gonna hold on to it. Uh, hard to recommend, but if you know, if anyone ever has a copy of it, uh, just uh, give it a give it a little playthrough. How about you, Debbie? So for me, I am on a five point scale. Um, this game, I unfortunately, uh, this is a two out of five for me. I and I, I hate doing that, but I reality is that it's just. I mean, if if somebody that you know really likes this kind of game and they really want to play it, sure. I mean, appease them whatever. But let me tell you, like, I would not go out of my way to play this. Um, I can't find myself I recommending this to anybody. I think that if you're looking for this style of game, there are I th- just too many other games, I think, that do it um, better, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, an, an, an unfortunate two out of five for me. Uh, Adam, how about you? Um, I'm on a 10-point scale. This this game needs a lot of work. Um, fix the cards, fix the player aids, rebalance the game. Like tons of work to do here. I see two copies currently up on the BGG marketplace. One of them is a hundred dollars Canadian. One of them is a hundred pounds. Figure that out. Yeah. Uh, At neither price point. Do I recommend picking up this game? It's, it's, it's just flawed. Um, 
again, you doing a, a very, a very brief uh, search. This is not a game that I've played, but I I've seen a lot of talk about a game called Nemesis, which came out around the exact same time as this one, following the exact same theme of this. And uh, again, from from a very brief read, uh, it appears that it also does the everything better. So if you're interested in something like this and don't want to go through the pain of this particular travesty, um, <laughs> wow. like Nemesis might be a better situation. Uh, I give this a four. I, I actually own that one as well. Oh, there you go. I played it yet. Well, it's it's I feel confident in saying it's better than this uh yeah this this gets a four a four out of ten not good needs work <laughs> just a big red marker come see me Any after class needs improvement yes, yes. i for incomplete we're gonna put you on a performance it, it does plan. it does feel rather incomplete yes yes all right well if you're the kind of life form that likes this show then you could do us a favor and like and subscribe and rate and share with a friend and that would be great thank you so much for listening um if you have any kind of constructive uh, feedback that you want to send me you can find me on twitter at team rage tom uh justin do you have anything you want to plug hey well always myself i guess Jesus. you can find me on twitter <sighs> at don't trust justin um you know you can uh, go ahead and let me know uh, the name of your favorite spaceship. I'd love to know. Or maybe some board game related stuff. That'd be even better. How about you, Debbie? So you guys can get me at, at Mrs. Wynn. That's at M-R-S-W-H-Y-N on Instagram and Twitter. And you guys can get us as a group. Uh, email is collapsinggameshelf at gmail.com. Uh, and then Twitter at CGS Podcast. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, we will try if you have any game suggestions, see if we can, one of us owns it, uh, see if we can get it to the table. Um, we have had a request to uh, see if we can, you know, revisit some of these games that, that we've said kind of the same thing that we did today, where, I, you know, Tom said he might like it if he played it again. I don't know. Some redos. Some redos. There you go. Some redos. Redux, yeah. if you will. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, Adam, how about you? Uh, if you're looking for me, I'm on social media at For the Win, F O R T H E W H Y N. Also, catch Debbie and I on Facebook, um, FTW Barbecue and Bakery, uh, slinging up some Texas style barbecue in the Calgary area every long weekend. There you go. I almost, almost missed that last part, but we, we snuck it in right under the wire. Boom. And bakery. And bakery. Yeah. Yeah, that's and baking. The, that's the bakery part of it's not a Texas style bakery, is it? What well, is, I mean it could be. What is Texas style? No, it's I mean what's well, your what's your speciality? Oh. Uh in the bakery side of things? Yeah. yeah. Got good cornbread. I feel like this shouldn't take sixteen whole seconds to come up with. Well, yeah, I was I gonna say this is Debbie, this that. is your shtick, so uh, yeah. nope, don't have an answer. <laughs> all right, it's what, all what equally good. What's my specialty? What do I specialize in? I don't know. Macarons. Just pick the most expensive thing. Christ's sake. Macarons. Yeah, macarons. <laughs> like Dutch things. Dutch macarons. Well, are they? Yeah, are Dutch they flavored Dutch? macarons. Yes. Oh, with speckles and some <laughs> other thing. Stroopwafels. There oh, it is. I see, stroopwafels. Yes. Wait, the macarons taste like stroopwafels? They can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can they? Yeah. That would be amazing. Sure. I'll uh, I'll be over. I'll be over in a minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right on. <laughs> you just you just blast those out, right? Like that's yeah, easy. Totally. Yeah. They, are... they do take a little lead time, but <laughs> a little bit. Of, they take a little <laughs> bit of prep. 
Yeah, so we need, 20 minutes. We, need, we right? need to know about 48 hours in advance if you want an order. But. <laughs> you know, you'll just find me curled up in a ball crying on the floor. So like so like normal stuff or what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes and yes. Sort of the process to get ready for Yeah, right. <laughs> this is this is how I do it. Don't bother me. <laughs> That's how I prepare for every podcast session. So don't you're not alone. Good, good. Thank you again so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and we'll be back at you next week with something fun. Thanks again. Bye. Bye.